0: Welcome to our podcast, everyone, where we dive into the depths of all things that matter most in life, whether it's the importance of mental health or the art of wild fermentation. We are here to explore a variety of topics that are sure to keep you engaged and informed.
1: From gardening tips to tackling everyday family struggles, we've got you covered
0: Join us as we share our own life experiences and insights and connect with you through meaningful conversations and engaging discussions.
1: So grab a cup of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and let our Southern hospitality guide you through this journey of life and discovery.
0: And that's it. Welcome to season two, guys. So, please, everyone, give a big welcome to my co-host, Amy. Amy. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm awesome. So, I know we've got a few things to talk about today, but, you know, we're both very much in love with herbs, so let's start there. Okay. So,
1: well, I wanted to talk a little bit about this wild herb that I have grown right out in front of my yard. Called plantain. plantain, plantain leaf. Yeah, it grows abundantly, like all over, usually just right in the front yard. It um, grows on the side of roads and like in uncultivated areas. It has like an oval, egg shaped um, green leaves that form a rosette at the
0: base. And I think I've seen that made with salves.
1: Yes, you can definitely make it with salves. It actually has an antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant property. So it's great for clearing out free radicals in your body. And it also will suck toxins out of your skin. So if you make it into a salve or like, um, you put it on a bug bite, it'll actually help suck out those toxins. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm.
0: That's amazing. I think that. I'm going to have to look and see if i got any growing hair in my yard.
1: I guarantee you do. And some people even make eye washes. It's good to, like, cleanse your eyes even. It's great for everything. You can eat it as a salad. You can make tinctures with it. I'm telling
0: you, that's awesome. That's really cool. So have you actually harvested it yet? I
1: have. And I've got it ready to be made into a salve, which I will be... I'm posting a recipe for that on my
0: blog, a free recipe. That's awesome. I'm going to have to go check that out. Now I tell you one thing, I've got mullein all over my yard. And (laughs) so it's getting a little aggravating because it's now starting to grow into my garden beds.
1: Oh gosh. You know, I love mullein. That's one of my favorite, favorite herbs. It's, um, it it is definitely, um, abundant. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere. Like it will literally grow on
0: a sidewalk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. And I'm like, how did you get from here to here? Like, I didn't plant you. You need to go. (laughs) Like I'm trying to grow eggplant and you're suffocating it. Okay.
1: (laughs) Oh goodness. Yeah. I have some intentionally growing in my backyard, um, my husband actually brought me some from the woods not too long ago because I didn't have any in my yard um, and I wanted some. And two years later, mine's like growing stalks and I'm going to make that into tea and some salves. It's also good for your skin. And back in the, um, in different cultures, you know, a while back, they would actually use it for diaper rash. Oh, Wow. Has like great antibacterial properties and soothes irritated skin.
0: I know it's really good for like repelling coughs and or just re- getting the mucus out, expelling and stuff. But like for to personally harvest that, like I'm terrified to drink it because I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to cheesecloth it enough to get all those tiny fine hairs out. You know what I'm saying? Right,
1: that's totally understandable. You know, the best thing to do is use a coffee filter. And oh. like like three or four times, because if you do get any of those hair, they will irritate. Right, irritate you to death. Yeah, they will. <laughs> and um, but, I mean, it can also be made into a salve and stuff too.
0: And maybe that would be more comfortable to start with than a tea. So I had some mullein that I let grow. I think it's beautiful. I love it. I love that. I love what it represents. You know what I'm saying? So, I just kind of let it grow. And two years into it, like it grew like this huge thing, I guess, where it flowered, but I didn't pick it. And so Mm -hmm. it died and I just let it stay there and it like hardened
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and yeah. So like I ended up picking it right. And I let Mm -hmm. it, it ended up drying out, dude, it was hard, like a stick
1: right you know some people actually will make torches out of that like candlesticks you know and you can like have them around your fire you know having some s'mores and have a little mullein candlestick or something
0: okay I'm literally going to finish growing the mullein all over my yard for candlesticks right I'm not even playing with you that is (laughs) what I'm doing (laughs) that's so fun (laughs) do you know what I did um with the mullein that I just said, like the sticks I just harvested. Do you know what I do with it? You're never going to believe it. <laughs> I am currently using it as a steak for my cherry tomato bush.
1: <laughs> but you know what? That way, That's perfect, though, because it's like super sturdy.
0: <laughs> like I got me a piece of my macrame cord, tied her on there. And I'm like, you know what? She's holding up. She held up through the thunderstorm last night. I'm very proud of her. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm like, okay, I'm very pro Mola now. So (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's so cool. Yeah.
0: But I feel like I saw also saw on your social media that you got a
1: hibiscus. Oh yes, I'm so excited about that. You know, I've been taking hibiscus flower for a few years and because I went to my doctor he said hey look you got high blood pressure you know and mm-hmm. I already know I to lose weight I get that I'm working on it I'm on a journey but he's like you got to do something about your um high blood pressure we're gonna have to put you on And I was like well let me try something and I have been drinking that tea for about three years and my blood pressure has been fine I've not had to go on um blood pressure medicine
0: that's amazing you know I actually been using it for a long time myself too I'll even like sweeten it a little bit with honey, give it just a little bit to my kids, you know, like a small cup. And it's just nice in the evening, just very soothing. Like I'll even have it at dinner. It's just a really fun drink. It's a beautiful color and it's very soothing, especially people who have anxiety issues or anything like that. Like it's just a very calming flower, very calming tea. It is for sure. So I ended up buying the seeds for it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to grow it. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, start it myself. You know, I'm going to do this. Yeah. It's the seeds are still in the packet, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what? It's, it's okay. I have been super busy and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be hard. I'm not going to beat myself up this year.
1: Yeah. I totally understand that. I mean, I know last Last month, every time we would talk, you are you are on the go, like with all kinds of stuff. I was like, man, she's really getting things done. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like I literally had to wake up and put my running shoes on. And literally when I took them off, I was like laying down, exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right, I was just gone. And so I have transitioned. Well, I don't think it's a bad thing. I've met a lot of wonderful people in that busy season. But now I am entering into a season where I am busy working on things to bring content, digital content, digital workshops to bring to the table. That requires me to go inward. You know what I'm saying? To like clear my busy schedule. And I did. And I still have people like, hey, do you want to come to this? And I'm like, I really want to, sweetie. But I'm actually in the art of saying no right now. But it's okay. And I think everyone needs to hear this because it's okay to say no. It's okay to just pass this one activity up to slow down. There's so much power in slowing our life down.
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah, totally agree with you. There's so much abundance just in the present moment.
0: Yeah. And it's like, I can't fully weed and be in my garden if I'm so busy as well. You know what I'm saying? It's and my- that's like my clarity in life is my garden. Same. Same. For real. But yeah, the other day I was out there, I mean, just the garden brings so much to me. Like I cannot be busy to where I can't be in it no more because I, I have a garden for a reason And it's not to grow and sell by any means. My garden is very humble and it means so much to me because I am the one that is creating this palette, like this art, this creation. It's so empowering. You know what I'm saying? It really is. I totally agree with you. You know, um,
1: just whenever I step outside, I just feel like this release, like, oh, I'm out here it's beautiful just enjoy nature I have some squash coming up they're like little tiny baby squash and I was so tickled to see that because last year I planted them too late so I'm like yay this year it's actually gonna work I'm gonna get squash this year
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome so welcome to season two guys As one of the sponsors for this show, I'd like to take a moment and share with you some joys of wild fermentation. Hi, I'm Jamie, author of the book, Bringing Back Bacteria. In this book, you will find my guide to wild fermentation for the novice with recipes. I encourage you and help you ferment food in less than a week. Yes, folks, that's right. You too can have a fully fermented jar of probiotics in less than a week, you can grab my book with the link I provided in the show notes or on my socials at Wild and Artfully Me. Come join me in bringing back bacteria. Is it like the yellow crooked squash? Yeah, cricket?
1: It, yeah, yellow crooked squo- ant squash, and I grew it from seed. <laughs> so.
0: You go, girl! Yeah. I will definitely, I, I don't like that type of squash. It's just not my jam. You know what oh, I'm yeah? saying? I actually prefer zucchini. And for anyone out there saying, oh, it's a squash. No, they're different. They are different. Okay. But um, <laughs> I love growing zucchini. I know last year I ended up growing so much. I was able to like shred it and freeze it. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I've
1: seen people make like zucchini noodles. noodles. Have you ever done that? I have,
0: and, you know, I'm just, I'm not anti-carb. You know what I'm saying? I'm not anti-carb enough to say, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to eat my little zucchini noodles with my spaghetti sauce. Like, there's no enjoying that dinner for me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, no. Like, I'm the type of person to where I'm making sourdough bread for dinner, you know? Or I'm going to make a beautiful herbal focaccia. Along with my pasta for dinner. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's awesome. Not to hate on the people who do. Hi. (laughs) But I do actually like to pick the flowers. And I'll stuff the flowers um, with like a rice and spinach and bake it. It's really good. You need to try that. Yeah,
1: I really do. I've seen people do that with uh, just regular squash too, right? You can do that Mm -hmm. with a squash. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Like I've also grown mine from seed as well. Um, so it's beautiful that and the cucumbers I'm still waiting on the harvest and I'm actually growing beans this year. Have you ever tried growing beans? I have. We've got two garden beds full of beans right now and I'm, I'm so
1: excited. They're doing great.
0: <laughs> if yeah. I can take the slugs away. <laughs> they're doing great. Uh gotcha. Yeah. I do like fill peas last year cause it's like a hit where I live and um Yeah, they were so tiny and my hands like still hurt from that moment, but it was worth it because I just, I don't know, like I said, I enjoy it. I don't grow to sell and I, I grow for my family and I feel like, you know, you can't just take on the task. Oh, I'm just going to go to my garden and I'm going to grow everything for my family in 12 months, Mm -hmm. in two months. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I am, I'm patient with myself. I'm slowly expanding. Um, I love to grow other things like non-edibles, like other, other flowers in my garden. And I take a lot of joy out of that, you know, Mm -hmm. and like right now I'm currently waiting on lettuce and I'm like, Awesome! Right beside my lettuce is rhubarb and apricot rosebush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I love just mixing it. Like I said, just making it, just creating art. Really. Yeah. Totally agree. And what do you? What is your thoughts on green tomatoes?
1: Do you like? I know you don't like fried food, but like, do you like baked green tomatoes, or is that green tomatoes not your thing? Because I know some people can't stand green tomatoes.
0: so so glad you asked <laughs> <laughs> I am here to squash the debate <laughs> green tomatoes are horrible oh no, oh, no. <laughs> I know I'm sorry I am one of those people yeah no nope. <laughs> anyway you want to give it to me I don't eat fried food but like um I think I went to a restaurant back home in D- WNC um and I my husband's like, you got to try these fried green tomatoes and they were breaded and I'm like, okay, fine. I guess I'll, I'll give anything a try once, I guess. So, um, tried it. No, it was still terrible. So no, that's a no go for me. Like with me growing my tomatoes, like I'm very, um, I'm very strict on how I eat them, how I like them. I, I eat Mediterranean. So, Um, I import my olive oil from Greece. So my body just craves what I continually eat. And I usually enjoy every day sauteed bell peppers with fresh tomatoes, fresh garlic, onions, Kalamata olives, and that olive oil topped with feta cheese, you know, and Either I make shizuka with that, with some eggs, or I could have it as a side dish, you know what I'm saying? With just some good bread right? um, or even chicken or whatever. But um, typically, whenever I think tomatoes, I think oil, (laughs) olive oil from Greece. And it's just until you have it, like you don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not the same oil from the stores.
1: Oh, yeah, I totally understand. I love high quality oil. Totally understand that. Now, what about fermented green tomatoes? No, stop, stop. it.
0: <laughs> no. Hey, oh, I'm down. No, and I am like all about fermenting. Look, I have fermented collards, okay? Oh, yeah. But, mm-mm. I don't recommend it. I it. <laughs> and I, I love collards, it. but no. Um, so, can't I, if you I will, okay. You know what? Since you're pro green tomato, I'm gonna give you this. All right. Okay. All right. Just listen. Here's a free recipe, free fermentation recipe full of probiotics. Okay. So you could do this with green tomatoes or fresh tomatoes. If you're normal on my side, yes. Here, we, here we are. You could. <laughs> so we're just gonna like chop the tomato in half, and this could be whole tomato, cherry tomatoes, this a uh, whole tomato. Uh, you know, just quarter it you know what I'm saying almost Mm -hmm. like you're doing like a stew tomato recipe this is what this is okay so like quarter it or half it and put it in a bowl put some salt on it maybe put some if you like um oregano thyme from your garden throw that in there Maybe you want to put a little bit of garlic in there. I highly recommend fermenting tomatoes and garlic together. They're just a nice um, combo. Massage it. Put it in t- uh, salt, of course. We, um, mm-hmm. No table salt. Himalayan salt, sea salt, redmond sea salt. Um, and the salt is to taste. Always to taste. You need to taste it. Um, nothing should ever be too salty. But you need to be able to taste it. salted, it, Right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. do that put it in a mason jar close the lid ferment it in the summertime for three to four days it should be bubbly now when you are fermenting that just kind of make sure the liquid rise a little bit over your tomatoes for you your green tomatoes and um yeah and then you'll have a probiotic preserved jar that sounds really awesome now Now that I gave that to you and you're pro green tomato, you have to do it now. And I want a picture. I want a picture.
1: I would totally do it. We're already getting tomatoes on our plants.
0: Okay. I'm going to need a tag on social media.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Green tomatoes for the win. Hashtag.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) I want to know. DM us. Me and Amy both. Are you pro red or pro green? We want to know. Yeah, because we when we come back on next week, we're gonna we're gonna rehash this again. Pray red to pro green. <laughs> <laughs> Go team red. <laughs> but you know uh, the really cool thing, one of the things that I mention in my book is at the very end is that um, even if like you say you get to a jar and you're you're having a busy day and you just need quick veg. Say, for example, you, you did your recipe. Well, you decided to make an Italian dish dinner or something, and you needed fresh tomatoes. Well, there in the refrigerator, already fermented and preserved, are your green tomatoes that you could add to it. I'm not sure that you would add green. This is where I'm saying pre-red. But <laughs> <laughs> you could grab it from the fridge and use it, put it in the skillet, and saute it. And... It loses the probiotic feel, of course. It loses all that sourness, and then it just becomes what it is, fresh tomatoes. So if you don't use it freshly fermented, that's also another way to do it. That's awesome. Yeah, people forget that fermentation is certainly... A thing of the past. This is nothing new. Like, I'm last night, I stayed up late, you know, working and studying and chewing on this article all about fermented meat. And, um, That's interesting. Mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait to unpack that in my new book. <laughs> so it's very exciting, but, um, in a nutshell, there are cultures around the world. Greek, Turkish, all of them, Serbian that has a fermented sausage recipe that the probiotic content level that when the scientists have studied it, it is so good for you. And it's like, wow, okay, this is what I'm preaching all this time. Bacteria, you know, but that's for another day on the whole meat thing. So that's awesome. But yeah. Yeah. I know we talked about the hibiscus, so you know I've been making that hibiscus ginger soda. Have you tried that yet? I have not tried the hibiscus. I did throw some
1: wood sorrel in, oh. and it's it's like real lemony. It's also a wild herb, and it just it tastes just like lemon. So it was really good. And I'm also going to try to put some um, plantain in my second ferment sometime. Mm-hmm. Probably this weekend. I'll let you know how that goes because that's going to add a lot of, you know, health benefits. It's also good for your joints as well. You know, anti-inflammatory. Okay.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And just a thank you for anyone who is listening here. If you would like to incorporate herb into your ginger soda, say you have my book and you want the recipe on adding an herbal. In the recipe book, it shows like this certain amount of water. Replace that water with that exact same amount of brewed hibiscus flowers or whatever you want to do, plantain in Amy's case or whatever, and then let it cool down. Boom. There it is.
1: Hey, y'all. As co-host of the show and a sponsor, I'd like to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Amy, AKA The Happy Hippie. I create colorful handmade pottery and share my gardening and wildcrafting adventures to help spread joy and creativity in the world. My passion is spending time outdoors foraging for wild herbs, tending to my garden and seeking joy in the tiniest moments of wonder within nature's abundance. I share my adventures and insights through my pottery, blog, and social media channels to inspire others to slow down, connect with nature, and find happiness in the present. You can find my artwork local, downtown Mary, North Carolina, and if you go to my link tree in the description, you will also find my social medias where you can follow me on all my adventures. Let's get creative and excited to explore nature's wild, vast abundance. Awesome. That sounds awesome.
0: So besides gardening, have you found any hobbies lately? I know your main hobby is pottery and that keeps you busy to where you, you really don't do anything else, do you? You just do pottery?
1: Well, yeah, well, I do pottery and, you know, I do my gardening and then I like to um, go out in the woods and forage for wild herbs and, you know, stuff like that. So,
0: yeah, but art wise, mainly pottery. Yeah. Right. So I've, I'm, I'm forcing myself to learn crocheting. Like, I know it's like a little difficult for me. Like I get it really well, but it's like, you know, I'm in the beginning stages. I need a video, you know, like I had a really good friend come down stay at me and she showed me a lot, but she's gone. And I'm like, I'm one of those, I'm just a visual learner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too. But I enjoy that. Like, I enjoy learning and embracing the femininity of the woman in a home and homemaking. You know what I'm saying? It's so powerful. It really is. It's very empowering to just come into your role as you know homemaker Mm -hmm. being in your home as that and being the one that can go out and wildcraft some herbs and bring it to the dinner table in a beautiful way like I have seen you make some beautiful cakes with herbs
1: oh thank you yeah I love to incorporate any type of like this summer or this this outside we have an abundance of dandelions and I made a dandelion bread the other day mm. and you think I posted a picture of it because I was just so excited about
0: it but it was so good it was wow so- my favorite cake to make is lavender cake like I'll grind my fresh wheat berries with it oh my goodness and uh, just the fresh lavender I'm mm. sorry and I'll do like cream cheese in it oh, okay. it is so good I love that. Yeah, I'm all about like just slowly improving the quality of your life. And I do think what you do on a day to day routine matters, you know, on the quality of your life, you know, whether it be in we're outside, we're crafting, we're doing this. That brings quality. Like our kids are seeing this. They get to grow up to this freshness and vitality in life, really. You know what I mean? Mm exactly like the other day I got to take my kids out to our plum tree and our peach tree and we were able to harvest
1: fruit that's awesome I love
0: that yeah and just like even though like one of my kids oh I don't eat peaches I'm like but he wanted to try the one from my tree specifically Oh, and ended up liking it better than the stores. I'm like, yeah, of course, because it's fresh. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I don't know. Do you have
1: blueberry bushes? I do. I have a pink blueberry bush and I have a blue blueberry bush
0: growing. And how are, how are they doing this year? They're doing great this
1: year. We've already so many. I'm just waiting for them to wrap up a little bit. Hopefully the birds don't try to get it,
0: <laughs> but Girl, yeah. we have done so good on our blueberries. Um, like they're, they just reach, they're just reaching their maturity age. We've had them for a few years and they're just getting abundant. We've already harvested a, a good amount of blueberries four times this year.
1: That's awesome. And wild berries around where you are?
0: You do. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Like blackberries. Oh yeah. I'm so excited. About Girl, that. I was out yesterday harvesting my blackberries. <laughs> awesome.
1: What are you going to do with them? Cause I know I've got a lot of
0: plans. Cool. I think <laughs> I'm going to throw them into like, I was going to do a cobbler or jam, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this fun for my kids and I'm just going to do muffins. You know what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah. That sounds great for sure I, I can't wait to do a cobbler. I made a cobbler last year and my husband, even my son liked it <laughs> and he's pretty picky but I'm that's a cool apartment with him. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's important because you know you know having all these things that inspire us that we go out to do, you know what does that give us It gives us inspiration? You know, um, whatever that be for you, whether it be religion, gardening, just being outside, like, no matter what stage of life you are in, like, you really have to learn how to love that stage. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, say, for example, oh, you got a newborn. That's a stage that you're going to be in for a little while. You you need to hold on tight because Mm -hmm. if you don't love that, you're just going to hate your life and that's awful yeah
1: yeah I totally agree and you know I feel like there's just like major stages like you know you're a kid teenager adult and then like you go through like some people go through a crisis (laughs) some people don't Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of even out and like you realize like what that's kind of where I'm at right now I realize like life doesn't really have to have all this drama that you see everywhere Mm -hmm. just focus what's in front what's on what's in front of you
0: know exactly yeah and it's like you know in this case change has to happen exactly change is good i'm not the same person i was six months ago yeah me either thank god we are growing yeah like i am always steadily maturing i my my views my outlook they may even change and that's Mm -hmm. okay that that's okay to embrace that like you have to be able to shift and and go with the changes that the life life brings you. even mm-hmm. as a woman, as a young woman, you know to an older woman to uh, someone going through homelessness st- menopausal stages, you know mm-hmm. exactly. those stages, you're a different woman in each stage.
1: You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, growth is so important, and you know, I think I've mentioned before sometimes you have to be something you're not to
0: hear the voice of reason and to grow to be the better version of yourself exactly you know just slowly improving your life your quality of life you have to change you have to embrace the change and you have to fluctuate with it just like the seasons the seasons change why do we think we can't change exactly so anyway just wanted to put my two cents on that but You know, I think I've told you, you know, we haven't had a TV in our living room for quite some time now. I have
1: seen that. And you have one of those like really old record players. I think that's super cool. I've seen seen that on your um, Instagram, I think.
0: Yeah. And, you know, honestly, like whenever me and my husband first got together, we were, we didn't have a TV. We were, we read a lot. I wrote a lot. I was in college, you know, we were busy. Mm. Um, we just didn't have a need for it. And then somewhere down the line of life in this, one of our stages of having our kids that we ended up having a TV in the living room. But now honestly that it's been gone for this long, my children are better. We are better we have grown and we are growing more in relationships with each other and we homeschool. So we're here all the time. Anyway, that makes it a little difficult, but does it like, I think people are so quick to give such a bad outlook on something's old. You're here there all day. What are they doing? Well, they have a TV in their room and I have a TV in my room, but I take the remotes and you know, The TV is limited because to enjoy a high quality life, how can you do that if you're on a TV?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I keep my son home. He does his schooling at home and it's safer, you know, here too, because like, what would he be doing outside of the home? Watching TV at another kid's house, doing things that I can't protect him
0: of, (laughs) you know, it's too, I think. No, I agree 100%. And it's like, you know, I'm a big music lover. So not having that constant noise of a kid show on in the living room. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Like I put on a record or, you know, like I play music. I have found that the kids are, they embrace the symphonies that I am playing now. (laughs) <laughs> they're like okay who's on baked taping this is wonderful <laughs> i'm like really <laughs> that's awesome awesome. <laughs> awesome like that's what i want to instill in you really good quality of life which also means just the freshness of music that they don't make no more you know it, what i'm
1: saying Yeah, you know, i feel like a lot of things they get kids watching like veggie tales for example or the mm-hmm. little shark song that gets stuck in your head Oh, it's not, It's not healthy. It's, it's not. not
0: healthy. How dare you even mention <laughs> baby sorry. shark? I'm sorry. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, no. Listen, it has been two years since I've heard it, and it's still in my head. Oh, my gosh. But I'm like, if they can learn that, honey, you can learn Mozart. You uh, know, for real. <laughs> my son has started playing the piano. I don't know. If <gasps> he's getting
1: no. Get it. Stop he it. He's getting so good at it. I'm just like so impressed because he'll practice it every day. And every day he's getting better and better. I'll be like, mom, go listen to this song, you know. And it's just oh, he's just so smart. He just he's always just amazing me with his talents.
0: That is so awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm connected with a woman here. She's a psychologist, she works through healing through the arts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Me being music, drawing, whatever. And I'm like, wow, that is amazing, you know, but that's something that me and you, we've always been into. We've always like everyone in, you know, like one of my kids, he's really good into drawing and then the other one, he's really good into building, you know, just fostering this hands on, we are meant to use our hands to create, you know, exactly. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. Whether it be macrame or pottery, I do think it's important. It is. But, yeah, we got really deep today, Amy. And I just want to say I'm so happy about season two. Thanks for coming on this entire season as my co-host. Oh, of course. We
1: excited. Me too.
0: <laughs> and that's going to be a wrap for today, guys. So we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.